Good evening and welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Still the only uh, truly interactive Speedway programme out there, made by the fans for the fans, the most downloaded and the most listened to. Um, Ty Woffington, Robert Lambert, Dan Bewley, Adam Ellis and Tom Brennan take a bow. Um, so close, so, so close. Well done, guys. Um, we're nearly there nearly there and I should say well done to Poland as well um, I did hear a, a little thing on one of the internet saying um, is there more than one internet by the way <laughs> <laughs> on one of the internets saying uh, oh it's a shame it had to be Poland I disagree with that if you're going to be beaten by somebody then be beaten by the best that's what I have to say good evening gentlemen good evening, good evening. Uh, what's it like in sunny Wales um, cloudy at the moment. Yeah. It's a of rain, so if I suddenly run up the screen, you'll know why. So. Run up the screen? Okay, is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> so as some of you eagle-eyed viewers may have noticed, uh, Matt's not actually in the studio tonight. He's not all here, is he? He's not all here. He never was. No, I'm actually, no. I'm actually in Webby's back garden. No, no, that's definitely not Webby's back garden. The no, grass no. has been cut. Yeah, so um, I, I guess that's where we have to start tonight is uh, the World Team Cup, first of all. What a great match. Oh, there was a superb meeting. I think a lot of positives came out of that, really, not just from a British perspective, but from a whole meeting as well. Mm -hmm. um, there'd been a lot of talk, obviously, during the week of the, the somewhat disappointing racing in the earlier rounds, but... Um, that final promised to be an absolute cracker on, on paper, and it certainly served up some brilliant racing. Um, early stages, of course, it looked like it was going to be a two-way tussle between us and the Poles, and with Denmark and Australia fighting it out for the bronze medal. But credit to them, they came back into that meeting, and that had um, Jack Holder not come off and to withdraw from the meeting. There's every possibility you could have had a four-way tussle for, the, for the, the win going into the final heat, which would have been something really to savour. Mm. But... Um, Credit to, to Poland. They, I think they showed why they're, they're, they're the top nation. Really, they've got the the quality, and you know, under under intense pressure in front of their own fans, they Magic Janowski who had a poor night by his standards. Surprisingly, considering it's his home track mm -hmm. um, at Rochlev, uh, he stepped up to the place in in the final heat, and just that little slump in the middle of the meeting with those three last places cost us. Uh, a chance of that first yeah, and, uh, gold medal in 34 years. Possibly a mistake by Robert Lambert as well to just go wide on that corner, which let him sort of go up the inside of him. But, I mean, you can't criticise Robert Lambert. He was the best rider for us on the night. I don't think you can criticise any of them, to be honest. No. I mean, Adam Ellis was, was sort of heavily criticised in the, in the build-up, you know, just to say, mm. well, what's he doing in there? But he got that valuable second place in his... Fourth ride, I think it was, yeah, um, yeah. which <clears throat> essentially saw us over the line to get the to get the silver medal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, the good riders from ev ev everywhere uh, along the line. Um, I think Ty Waffenden's got to find his gating boots again, hasn't he? Certainly has. It was uh, difficult, difficult meeting for him. Um, after such a, a brilliant start, he really looked like he was back to his old self in the first two races. Mm -hmm. Brilliant ride in his first eight, but. Uh, just uh, just tail off badly towards the end. And some good racing all the way through, passing almost every heat, wasn't there, really? 
Well, it was. It was. You know, I mean, there was some superb racing all the way through the meeting, and a, a great atmosphere. And I think, as I say, a lot of um, a lot of the positives coming out of that meeting, really, from a from a speedway perspective as well. Um, there's been so much talk, hasn't there, in recent years as to you know speedway World Cup or speedway of nations. I think the two of them complement each other, and they they offer a, a different sort of challenge, don't they? The speedway nations is more of a an event where you have to work as a team, whereas mm-hmm. the, the World Team Cup, although it's essentially a team event, every rider <coughs> on the track as a as an individual, and they've got to do it yeah. themselves. But um, you know, obviously, they've got the next two years. We've got the speedway nations, which we've managed to win already, of course, in in 2021, um, and you know, start to look forward to the next World Cup, which of course is scheduled for 2026. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it, I think we've mentioned before that it's a, it's a better event for being every three years. I mean, I can't think of any other sport where the World Cup is every year, every I team, any team sport. I think it is. Yeah, it was. Uh, I certainly um, think it sort of you give, it gives you a, a team, a nation, more of a <laughs> chance to sort of savour it and, and use the status of world of, uh, of world champions if you were having it every three or four years rather than every twelve months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Poland obviously made taking advantage of the fact that they failed it for such a, a long period of time. Um, but you know, they obviously they've got the they've got the strength in depth. But a British team has gone to Poland and had a Polish team very, very worried. worried. Yeah, no doubt absolutely. About that. So that's, yeah. that's like huge, I said, they would um, step forward. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> like I say, like I said, they would. Well. <laughs> Where? Um, so before we, we go on to the comments, we ought to mention, because it's, a lot of it's coming up in the comments, um, Ty Waffenden back in British Speedway. Yeah, big move, big move that. Um, obviously, these discussions would have been going on in Roslov, probably mm. after uh, Jack Holder was uh, you know, withdrawn from the meeting. Obviously, we wish Jack well, really nasty crash. Was, yeah. Um, looked in a lot of pain as he was walking off the track, and you just thought, hey, he's not going to be back on a box again tonight. Um, I understand he's broken Sheffield his wrist. Have, Sheffield have acted quickly to bring in to bring in Ty Woofenden, mm. so that should uh, obviously give them a boost going into the you know the latter stages of the, the season, and certainly certainly has the potential for an interesting bank holding Monday when, of course, they uh, are at uh, Mama Green for the yeah. match against Wolves. Obviously, Todd Woofenden returning to his former former stomping ground. In, that will be interesting. Um, so well, let's go to the comments. Um, I don't know whether you can see them where you are, Matt. Um, so Robert Greenwood leading with that says, how good is it to see Ty back in British Speedway? Although the doubters, probably Bellevue fans, are already slating him, are already slicing Sheffield for getting him. Um, it says skating Sheffield, but I'm not sure you can use that as a verb. Um <laughs> I've uh, got a few... Oh, we've, we've gone past the people. You just don't want me to read everybody. I don't want to say hello to them. Yeah, so Rishi's saying hello. And Andrew's saying hello. Yeah. Philip Gray saying hello. Craig Smith, I was so gutted on Saturday. A few years ago, we'd be jumping around at the fact we got a silver. I really thought we should have won that meeting and thought we threw it away. Still a superb meeting and advert for Speedway. I, I don't read it that way. I think it's more... Can I, can I got just there. say, I mean, I looked at the um, 2016... Um, result when we finished second the last time mm. um, we scored 32 points which was actually one more than we scored this this time um, of those 32 points in 2016 Todd Wuffington scored 19 of those yeah. so that's over half yeah. um, and you know, you had a Craig Cook 5 Danny King 5 Robert Lambert 3 and Adam Ellis failed to score so um, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely progress um, 
I think a lot of people would have taken the silver medal before the meeting anyway, but obviously just disappointing in the end to, to get so close and, and to miss out. <clears throat> I don't think anybody would have taken the silver medal. I think everybody felt that was in with a chance, to be honest. Certainly around the team anyway. Certainly, uh, well, yeah. certainly all four of the teams would have thought that. Mm. Certainly looks a very open meeting. Um, I think there was a bit of a, maybe a bit of an overreaction to Australia's performance in the race off. Um, you know, everyone talked about what a fantastic performance they give. It was, it was a fairly, in comparison to the final, it was a fairly weak lineup in the race off that they were mm. up against. You know, mm. Sweden, obviously, not the force they once were. Um, and, uh, France and the Czechs, but you know, credit to France as well. You know, sixth place in the World Cup. That's a, that's a hell of a result for them as well. Is, yes. um, not a, you know, it's generally seen as a bit of a, bit of a, a minnow nation in, in speedway terms. But they had some. You know, we lost yeah. the, the their qualifying match obviously on the Wednesday, and you know they showed a lot of glimpses as well. They got some mm. decent riders coming through. Yeah, in, but in France. Um, let's not big them up too much. They're French. So. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, that was me. That, was, that, was that your Australian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well. um, Simon Corbett says the qualifiers were unnecessary. Crowd very poor, but the final was superb. But you've got to whittle it down to four nations. So how, how do you do that the, if you don't have I think it? the crowds were always going to be lower in the meetings where Poland weren't racing. Mm. Um, Polish fans, I think I've said before, Polish fans are not like British fans. They don't go and watch Speedo. They go, watch, go to watch their team mm. win. So... You were never going to get scores of Polish fans coming to watch four nations that didn't include the home nation. Mm. Um, that's probably one of the one of the downfalls really of the of the competition was mm. that the crowds weren't great, and I suppose consequently the atmosphere wasn't great. And to be honest, in some cases the racing wasn't great in those no. either. But I thought the final more than made up for that. <coughs> I don't think the track was prepared quite the same in those um, races. Probably wasn't, meetings. but then I suppose when you've got four meetings at the track within the space of a week, then you've you've got to sort of be a little bit careful mm. with um, with how you prepare the track because by the time you you were thinking by the time it got to the fourth meeting, it would have been probably at its worst. But the track was sort of saved. It was, they sort of saved the best to last, didn't they? Indeed, yeah. Uh, Rich Thomas says we were always going to be one rider short. I'm not sure you can say that. Or if you can, then the other teams were one rider short as well. I think, oh yeah, I think certainly Tom Brennan obviously failing to score. I mean, we we obviously race him very, very highly in this country, mm -hmm. but um, just that little bit of lack of experience at yeah. that, that level, I think probably probably cost uh, Tom a little bit in the end. Um um, you know, there was a lot of pressure really on Dan Bewley as a as a reserve because he was expected to have a lot of rides, and I think mm. the expectation was he was going to you know provide the the scores that uh, maybe Tom Brendan and Adam Ellis weren't going to be able to. But um, as I say, credit to Adam Ellis, he took quite a bit of criticism during the meeting um, and, and in the build up to it there. But as I say, that second place that he got in his third ride really did it was enough to sort of get us over the line and make sure that we picked the downs for. Uh, Second place, yeah, but yeah. it would have been nice to have won it, no doubt about that. But have you turned into Nigel, um, Calvin Tatum? I beg your pardon, no <laughs> doubt about that, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, um, Waffenden uh, from Jeff Daniels, Waffenden, not the rider he was, way past his best, makes Sheffield weaker. I mean, you, you sort of intimated to that, um, possibly, it possibly does. I mean, Jack, Jack Hall has had a fantastic season, um. Certainly a top three of the World Championship at the moment. Um, Ty, in contrast, I think down in 10th in the series. Um, hasn't won a Grand Prix now since his last World Championship season mm -hmm. in 2018. Um, 
and you know he's he's not got a huge amount of recent experience of, of racing at Sheffield. It's got to have been he's probably going back to when he rode for Rye House was the last time he would have ridden regularly up there. Um, mm. But not not a difficult track to ride on. I think once he gets dialed in, I, I don't think there'll be uh, there'll be any issues. No, I don't think so. Um, and, and and as far as it's making Sheffield weaker, I think. There are two ways of looking at that. I mean, he isn't as good a rider as Jack Holder, but he's probably going to be better than most of the riders that they would get in as a guest. I think so, and I think Sheffield mm. have got to be applauded for that, haven't mm. they? Because it would have been the, the easy option would have been just to go for for guests until Jack's fit again. Mm. Um, you know, which sort of you know, I mean, everybody I think everybody knows that one of Speedo fans' pet hates is the guest rule and the rod replacement rule. So Sheffield have gone out there and, and said, look, you know, we're going to be without Jack for a period of time. We don't know how long. Let's get somebody in to make sure that we've got a complete uh, complete team. And I guess, really, if his form is is really, really good, it gives Simon Stead a bit of a headache as to what happens when Jack Holder's back fit again. Yeah. Yeah, well, interesting one, that. Uh, Simon Corbett says, riders of the tournament, Berger Rasmus Jensen. Yeah, really impressed me. He did. Um, I think you know we we saw him obviously racing in the in the championship two or three years ago, mm-hmm. um, and very, was very very impressive then. And probably the least experience of the the side the rods in that Danish team, but uh, he certainly you know carried the fight for Denmark and kept the minutes in the early stages of the meeting. And then once the once the rest of the boys stepped up to the plate, then they were able to get themselves back into contention but he was certainly a rider that, that impressed me and wouldn't be surprised if a few British promoters maybe having a bit of a look at bringing him back over again um, Simon Corbett says uh, sorry Anthony Douglas says what sort of league structure will there be next year uh, I think the, <laughs> I don't think anybody knows uh, do they yeah, I think I mean, a lot of it depends on how many uh, exactly. on how many riders uh, and how many teams that are going to be uh, going to be available which, which makes me feel really bad because I've just remembered that um, a certain Mr. Um, Buck, you might know him, uh, gave me um, a piece of paper with his opinions on how, why we may not get uh, one league next year. Um, it was really uh, it was really well worded. I'll have to get dig that out and uh, put it up. Oh, I think oh, we, uh, we, got, we have a no, no, no. That's right. I yeah. think he's just he's just shouting his instructions to oh, okay. his um, to his lackeys. You know. Okay. Yeah. Again, Robert Greenwood said the Tigers have been branded cheaters by Bellevue fans on the Speedway Friends Group, but looks like a similar situation as last year when they got Lambert in. It does a little bit, doesn't it? Mm. Um, I suppose the big thing with with. Um, how is Chef, it with uh, Shep with Bellevue last year? Was they bought Lambert in purely for the playoffs? Whereas there's another month of the season to go mm. before the playoffs start. They wouldn't have been bringing him in if, if Jack Holder had not been injured. Absolutely, there's no so, way in a million years Sheffield would have made the change if he if he'd stayed fit. No. So, um, Woofy said in the Speedway style that he is looking forward to riding in the Premiership. Does he know something we don't? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Possibly knew then that uh, something was being lined up. Mm. Maybe not necessarily with Sheffield, but uh... Uh, I could. I mean, I don't. I don't see how he can be. They can be branded as as cheaters. I think they've got him in on a, on a twenty eight day as well, haven't they? Um, as something an in, like that. Cover, I think. Well, I think you know. And obviously, there's still a lot of bitterness from the Bellevue fans when when Wolves bought Wolfenden in for the for the uh, playoffs in 2016 and of course in the end we managed to beat 
Bellevue to the title. So, you know, it's, it's fair to say that he's, he's, he's always had a bit of a, a love-hate relationship with the Aces fans. Mm. Uh, Jeff Daniels said that um, Team GB lost it through poor management. Bewley had two rides up to heat five, then three rides in the last six heats, putting all pressure on Dan to pull it off. Very unfair. Also, they put Dan out against Schmarslik three times. Dan should have been used more evenly. Chuck changes a lot. Um, um, yeah. yeah, well, you could, you could, it's made it easy to be easy to be wise after the event, isn't it? And uh, I think possibly if you know if you'd have known in advance, then maybe Bewley's rides could have been sort of paced out a little bit more. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't help be. Waving too much criticism in the direction of Stead and, La- and Alan because you know they've done a they did a, a terrific job overall. Yeah, I mean they did. They've um, got us there to a pl- point where we've gone to World Cups believing we can win it. Absolutely, and it's a long time since we've been able to say mm, that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot also a lot should be said um, uh, in favour of Ty Waffenden there because he did help hold out for changes to be made to the way that happened. Yes, it's it's I mean it's it's fair to say there was a lot of, you know, words exchanged between Wuffington and the senior management of the, the British team, weren't mm-hmm. they, in the build up to the um to the to the um changes being made mm-hmm. at, at management level mm-hmm. um prior to twenty sixteen. Uh, and I think there's no doubt that the national team now is in a much better place. It's a much more professional setup. Absolutely, um, and it's it's in, it's in a position. Yeah, we've already we've already managed to win a, a Speedo Nations title. Okay, it was on home soil, uh, and we've gone abroad. Um, I can to guarantee a, you, Poland aren't saying you go to and got so so close yeah. to winning the the gold medal. I can I can guarantee you, Poland aren't saying okay, it was on home soil. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, when so, no, no, um, absolutely yeah. not. Uh, Robert Greenwood, great effort from G- Team GB. Although gold was in our grasp, we regroup and go again. And Eric Parsons says zero zero one from a certain rider cost GB in the end. And that, just that, as I say, just that little slump in the middle of the meeting was mm. it three last places in a row. Yeah, um, that was the that was the deciding factor. I think in the end, more than anything else. Fred Graham says, great effort by Team GB, now built for three years' time. Tom Brennan should have had at least one point when Doyle should have been excluded in Heat 3. I think there's... I've got a lot of sympathy with that. Uh, that Actually, I, th- I felt that he should have been excluded. But, uh, I do understand yeah, why... I, I, would, I would agree. That was, mm. uh, it was a classic Jason Doyle move, wasn't it? Ruthless... Um, mm. I was very, very surprised when the when that decision when he was allowed to back back into the read run for that one. Uh, okay, Rasser says uh, Rich Thomas says Rasser was brilliant when at Swindon. Mm, uh, yeah, he did. He had a short spell at Swindon, didn't he, in there yeah. last season and, and impressed greatly. Robert Gra- so Greenwood, no doubt about that. Robert Greenwood says, you were the one saying cheats after we won the league last season by getting a replacement within the rules. All quiet, now you have signed Ty. Do we we just sweep your signing under the carpet? I think it's a different situation, like you were saying. But, um, oh well. It's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, team team rivalries, eh? (laughs) You've got to love them. Uh, Craig's me, Bellevue wouldn't have made the change if Frick stayed fit either. So, 
There you go. <laughs> Pete Clark says, sorry I'm late, no sheets to lie and fell asleep. Fell asleep. Um, <laughs> because uh, obviously there's no no match at Birmingham tomorrow because it's uh, been rained off. Yeah. And if you've, anybody's seen the weather forecast for tomorrow, it's wall-to-wall rain. So, yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm guessing Not when you get to that great. age you need a lot of sleep, don't you, I suppose? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't possibly comment on that. Being as older than so, okay, I think we've caught up unless we have some um, YouTube uh, Poland, only won four races. They were not great, but still won mm. changes for them next time around, says mm-hmm. Simon. Oh, and Jeff Daniels says, Sheffield fans have a big grudge against Aces for some reason. Bellevue couldn't care less about Waffenden. Like I said before, Sheffield are weaker without Holder. We had Frick injured. Fact can't help when Ryder gets injured, can we? I, I can see both sides of the story because it still rankles that whole um, you know what I'm going to say <laughs> the whole Paul situation when they signed uh, the Green Greg Hancock mm. uh, not his fault of course but it um, still rankles we've caught up we've caught up we've okay so moving forward can we see any riders that possibly in three years' time are going to be on the radar uh, for Team GB? So it be interesting to see what people's predictions are for that. What do you reckon, uh, Matt? Well, the one man that seems to be um, really uh, making a hell of a, a statement is Ashton Boven, isn't mm. he? You know, he was uh, only, I think he's only about 16 years of age at the moment, so there's a long, long time to go. With three years' time, maybe two too quick for him um, but he certainly impressed me when he rode at Perry Bar in the British Youth Championship mm. Simon he's, Corbett's you know, echoed other, that you know, you know, impressive uh, performances as well in some of the other rounds mm-hmm. oh there's a few yep, people there's a few people saying Ashton Bourne yeah. 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 do you think people like Leon Flint might make that breakthrough um, I've got doubts about Leon mm. at the moment Um he hasn't had a. He's been a bit hit and miss this season, even for Berwick in the uh, in the championship. Um, and he's still, you know, he's still sort of frustratingly inconsistent at home um, for Wolves as well. Um, you know, I think a couple of years ago, everybody had some real high hopes of him, but he just maybe seems to have plateaued a little plateaued bit. A bit. Um, Dave Twine has mentioned a rider I was thinking of as well, which is uh, Dan Thompson, because all of a sudden he seems to have overcome whatever was problem problems he was having before, and is going. I mean, he, he rode so well for uh, Ipswich against Leicester uh, the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great win for, for Ipswich. That was they. They certainly needed that in there. They were going to muscle their way back into the playoff contention. Got to give them a lot of confidence because Leicester's not. Uh, not a knockover at their place. And well, they haven't been a knockover anywhere, have they? Mm. Is it eight successive wins that had coming into that maze? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like so. Rich Thompson, Thomas says Les Collins, he must still be riding somewhere. <laughs> Les Collins was still a class rider even when he was in his late 40s. It really mm. was. But uh... um, Somebody mentioned Sam Hagen. I'm hanging uh, I've seen him, a couple of times I've seen him for Birmingham so far. I've, I've certainly been impressed yeah. with him. He's definitely got the the pace, just lacks a little bit of experience, but that that obviously will come in time. So, 
Uh, Ashton Bowen turns 16 in August sometime. Be interesting to see who gets his signature. We need a rider. So it's not 16 yet? Uh, No, in in, in August, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine there's going to be a few clubs that are going to be having a little look at him, to be fair. He's certainly making a lot of... uh, Making a lot of waves in the youth championship, isn't it? Yeah, but but of course, I mean, we know from our time in the national league. Sometimes you get a rider, and you think that rider is going to be absolutely brilliant, tip top, and it just doesn't happen for one reason or another. I think you have to be careful about looking at a sixteen-year-old kid and saying, "Well, he's going to be a world champion," or whatever it is that you're saying. I think well, I think the one the one that certainly springs to mind is Zach Vartnick, isn't he? Because yeah. yeah. he looked to all intents and purposes like he was going to be a huge star when he had that mm. first season with with Birmingham in in twenty fifteen, um, and it all it just felt like it was a bit too much too soon, and he sort of you know plateaued, didn't he? And of course, Look, disappeared from the speedway. He, he had a, he had a, a, a quite a bad accident as well, didn't he? And, and I think well, that, that probably um, didn't help. To be fair, I think there was. Get the impression as well there were things going on away from the track which didn't mm. uh, didn't help Zach either, but still going strong of course on the um, in the, the long track, track isn't it? in the grass yeah. track I think but uh, just <clears> lost <throat> to Speedway now mm. sadly by the looks of things. And then Jack Parkinson Blackburn was another one um, that we all thought wow I mean he was so talented. He was yeah, uh, and then it just didn't happen. I mean. For, for all sorts of reasons, but and I, th- I think sometimes the thing that Dan Thompson has has, has been fighting against a little bit is your body sh- changes. You get taller, bit, you yeah. get, you know. Yeah, and, that's, that's and, certainly the case. Obviously, as you as you sort of get to older, and obviously things you change there, but uh, that's something that you have to sort of take into account anyway. I think. Um, Robert Greenwood says, talking about Ty Waffenden, the change is good for British Speedway, regardless of who Ty rides for. Get some crowds in and keep Speedway UK going. With clues, futures in the balance, this is one positive we should all be happy with. uh, And I'd pay to see three times world champion on any track. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, we were saying earlier that we'll put bums on seats and you look at what's happened with Emil Saifutinov. Um and people just love to see him race even if you know you, you see it wherever he goes him just riding his socks off and getting round of applause from everybody um, yeah that's really I mean there's been see. a lot of um, there's been looks like there's been a lot of coverage in the, the Sheffield press as well the Sheffield Star and the Northern Star and papers like that of you know of, you know put some big exclusives in on the, on the story of, of Ty joining Sheffield so that's good publicity for Speedway, mm-hmm. for, um, in particular, of course, for the for the Premiership as well. Uh, apparently, um, uh, Anthony Douglas and Jeff Daniels refer to the same person. William Kern's been looked after by uh, Hancock. That's another possible one for the yeah, future. Yeah, William Will Kearns is another one that's that's um, you know certainly impressed as well. Um, he, I think he rode in that meeting at Perry Bar in the Youth Championship and rode well. He also impressed me when he did some laps in that um, individual meeting over in the States back in February. Mm-hmm. So there's and definitely go- some good young riders out mm-hmm. there. It's yeah. whether they're going to be uh, whether they're going to be ready for three years' time three when years we've got time. the next World Cup. Yeah. Uh, Fred Graham, who I can't see at the moment, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, says he's, he's got a few that he's, he's mentioned. Connor Bailey, Sam Hagen again, Luke Harrison, Ashton Bowen, Anders Rowe, 
and Dan Thompson. So that, that you know, quite a few possibilities there, which we've not been able to say before, really. Uh, Emil was class at Sheffield and stayed behind an hour after meeting, chatting with fans, how, sh- how it should be. I mean, that's nice to hear as well. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Emil Seifert is enough. Um, and, it's, you know, it's certainly been a breath of fresh air and it's, it's been outstanding for in what's been a ultimately disappointing season so far for Ipswich. He's definitely been the, the standout figure. It'll be interesting to see, of course, whether he's there next year. Well, he, he's, I mean, if you listen to um, the commentary on uh, Monday's night, Calvin was saying he seems to be really, really enjoying uh, himself in in Britain and he said he wouldn't be surprised if he was, if he stayed next year. It'll, as you say, interesting to see. I think so, yeah. I think that's de- definitely, um, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Hello. 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 Yes, uh, we can hear you. We can hear you, we can't see you. Don't worry. Keep going. Oh, we can't hear you now. No, no. We'll get him back in a okay. second. Um, um, yep. Let's read some of the, some of the comments. Yes, go for it. So, uh, yes, get the crowds back. If you, uh, oh, I, we read that one? Yes, get the crowds back. Uh, f- for f- the crowds for a few weeks, however. One rider is not going to suddenly bring the crowds back, says says Eric Parsons. No, but it's it's, it's a start, and you get people like Emil Seifertin mm. off over, and Jason Doyle stopping, and Tarasenko. Yeah. You know, they are starting to come back, hopefully not too late. It's got to be the same as, as most sports. Is you want to see the stars. Mm. You want to see the stars. Mm. You want to see the entertainers, you know, the people who are going to... We're going to bring the crowds back. Are you uh, back with us, uh, Matt? Yes, I am. Okay, good stuff. Um, Pete Clark says, it's interesting that people always ask who's going to be riders of the future, but when Birmingham put on a second half, most people go home. I mean, ever was it thus? Um, I mean, I think you have to remember... People have got kids; they have to get them home to bed, and they got work in the morning, etc., etc. So, yeah. Uh, Dan Bewley did the same the other week, even though he didn't have a great meeting by his standards. I love it when riders do that; they stop over afterwards and, and yeah. meet the fans, and particularly when they meet the kids. Mm. Yeah, I've got to be you know, I, think, I think a lot of riders tend to forget do that, 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 that mm. you've got a terrace full of that you've got terraces with fans who've paid money to come and watch them. So mm. they they sort of forget that a little bit. And it's been good to see some of these top boys that have that have come over to the UK and you know, certainly embraced that side of it as well. Um <clears> it always it's always been a frustration with me when you see riders that win a race and then they just go straight back to the pits and don't bother to come round and do a, a lap of honour. Um Okay, fair enough. If they know they're going to be in the next race, they've got to get back. I can understand that, but I think sometimes it's also a case of getting information to the teammates and stuff like that um, about especially yeah, especially when it gets to a tense part of the meeting, mm. doesn't it? But I do like to see them do the yeah. do the lap of honour. Give give that fan gives us as fans the chance to show our appreciation of, of what I've done. You know, Simon Corbett's just put a. Um, uh, and this is totally out of left field for me, so I don't know whether there's been any rumours about it, but he's asking, is Hans Anderson going to Brum? Have you heard any rumours? Well, he's left Peterborough, hasn't he? Um, obviously, they've made changes, not that he's helped them last night. No. Um, is that something that would Birmingham would be able to do that? I mean, he's not had a great season, Hans Anderson. I don't know um, what his average is and where he'd go and, and whatever. I mean, if Simon, if you've got more information about that, uh, 
the only answer I can give you is I don't know. <laughs> and would I want him? I don't know. It depends very much on on who he, he would be replacing, doesn't it? Well, I think yeah. Birmingham probably are, well, they are in the market for another rider now, aren't they? Obviously, well, I've said that. Nursing, said I think that. it's unlikely that Nick Morris is going to be back this season. Mm. Um, obviously, we don't know. We still don't know the full ins and outs as to what's happened there. Mm. We should also uh, mention that Birmingham did quite well at Scunthorpe the other week. Yeah, I think they'll take a lot of positives out mm. of that, won't they? Mm. Um, they really did keep it tight for... You know, the early part of the meeting, Scunthorpe in the end just sort of ran away, ran away from with it a little bit and won it fairly comfortably. But um, I think uh, the Birmingham team and the riders and management will take a, a huge amount of positives for, out of that. And I think they would have taken that into tomorrow's meeting because Plymouth, you know, obviously I know it's off now, but Plymouth would have been a great opportunity for Birmingham to sort of build on that performance and, and get a, another much-needed much win to yeah. keep them in the race for the, for the playoffs. Fred Graham says last week was interesting to see Polish Extra Liga doing a summer camp and riders from all over the world racing. Meetings were on YouTube and should the UK Speedway do something like this? I mean, the first question is, can UK Speedway do something like this? We haven't got the tracks to be able to do it. I suppose Bellevue. Um, Certainly Birmingham wouldn't be able to do it, would they, with the, uh, the restrictions from the... From the, from the planning. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah, ex- exactly. And I think that's the same. I mean, Wolverhampton couldn't do it. Um, I'm trying to think of other tracks that possibly could. Bellevue, uh, Scunthorpe, possibly. They yeah. could do it. Workington, I think, probably could do it as well. Peterborough, maybe, if, if they were still going to be with us. Um Okay, Craig Smith says, let's hope Emil does stay. I've seen him to- at Bellevue twice this year and travelled to Sheffield just to watch him as well. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him ride yet because I was away when, when they came to, mm. to Monmouth Green back in May, but uh, he's at Monmouth in a couple of weeks' time, so I'm really looking forward to that one. By all accounts, um, when Emil went to Wolverhampton, he walked out onto the track and turned round to the team manager and said, where's the track? <laughs> yeah, he probably did. He had ridden. He had ridden there before, of course, with, when he had that short spell at Coventry yeah. in 2011. But uh, um, from what I from what I was told at that meeting, he, he certainly took to the track fairly fairly comfortably in the end. Back in earlier in the season. In answer to the Hans Anderson question, Eric Parsons has said he's retired by all accounts. Love to see him at Birmingham, though. Uh, I think Birmingham would be, would be a good track for him. Actually, would be his sort of track. Anthony Douglas, don't know what has happened with Kings Lynn and Laguta. It seems odd how many meetings he keeps missing. Thoughts? Well, there was a rumour going around that, that his deal in, involves uh, a, a uh, clause where he didn't have to ride at certain tracks. Now, I don't know whether that's true. And, you know, mm. to be honest, if that is if that is the case, he's disappointed in the base be able to sanction a move where a rider Absolutely. decides which in... Which and which tracks to ride and which not to ride. What happens but, if um, I get to the playoffs and it's at a track that he's <laughs> he's been contracted not to ride at? It would be interesting. Mm. Uh, Dave Quine's client. Uh, t- yeah. Get my uh, yeah. Get my 
teeth back in sorry about that. Uh, dave twine says luke killen was the kid i was thinking of scored 13 plus one first match then injured back next week for the oxford chargers i've heard some good things about i think we've seen him race it down at bump brum as well luke Allen. Did he ride in the youth championship? I, mean, I think he might, he might have done, have done it. it. The name or rings a bell. It might have done. Yeah. Um, Craig's me says, I think they should try and put youngsters on before the main meeting, just a thought. People might get in the stadium earlier to watch them. Uh, it's not going to work for all sorts of reasons. Could you imagine turning up to watch Bellevue versus Sheffield, for instance, and uh, the, the youngsters come out, somebody goes into the fence... And that's the end of the match. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Or if it gets rained off? If yeah. I, yeah. I, mean, I know Birmingham have started doing that with a couple of things. I don't know some of the kids going around before the meetings, but that's purely just demonstration stuff, isn't it? It's mm. not sort of racing in, in any shape or form. Not at all. So, uh, you know, there are reasons why it's that way around. It is frustrating. But also, people want to watch the match and get home. They've got homes to go to. They've got work in the morning. If you're a midweek track like Birmingham and you've got kids, and I want them to bring the kids, you know, if we can get a match over by nine o'clock, it's reasonable for them to get the kids home and get to bed. Um, so there's all that sort of stuff going on, really. So, And you can't have the it going on too much before because you wouldn't have time to prepare the track. And also, if you had a full match on the track... It's going to damage the track, and it's not going to be right for the. So lots, lots, lots of reasons, really. I suppose why that's not possible. Yeah, uh, I was watching. Says Jeff Daniels, uh, who's disappeared. Hello, Jeff. Where are you? Ah, here you go. I was watching a Scunthorpe Birmingham at last Friday, and the commentator Ian Brannan said, "If Brum qualify for playoffs, they will have quality team." Does he know something? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I do remember thinking at the end of last match when we got soundly beat by Paul, do we really want to make the playoffs and then just get <laughs> trounced? Um, but who knows? Speedway's a funny old game. Leicester looked poor last night. Bachelor, no replacement for Morris. I'd, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, yeah right, certainly I would, yeah. That was, uh, that certainly weakened... Uh Weekend Leicester, didn't it? Um, should mention, of course, as well about Leicester, of course, because they're now up for sale, aren't they? Obviously, yes. the Bats uh, family have put the uh, the club up for sale. I think it's probably one of the few clubs that, in the last few years, has, has actually been pretty successful in terms of turning a profit over. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've done a pretty good job in sort of turning what was a really struggling club around, haven't they? But mm-hmm. um, they obviously move on. It's going to be interesting to see where that leaves Sheffield, of course, because the Bats also hold the promoting rights at Alderton as well. <laughs> Peak, I like I like this this remark. Pete Clark says winter, autumn, spring, summer camp at Buxton on one day. <laughs> you could have it as well, couldn't you? I think, I think so. Mm, but yeah, you do get all all weather on one day yeah. in Buxton at that track. Uh, Matt, do you think Ryan Douglas will master Wolves track? He's so good on big tracks. Well, I thought he was to be fair, but I mean this season he's not had a, a great season really for Wolves by the standards that he set the last couple of years uh, I mean he was superb last night at pace but that's a track that he always rides well at, you know getting paid paid for an 18 point maximum um, he's been a bit inconsistent at times he was you know certainly last season he was starting to show signs that he'd mastered Mama, but he just sort of seems to have 
it fades off a little bit again this year. But, uh, I mean, he's a talented rider. There's there's no two ways about that. And he's very popular with the Wolves crowd and the Wolves promotion. Uh, so hopefully he can. Uh, you, can anybody tell me if Brom Management had the big meeting with the Perry Bar Dogs Management? I've heard nothing. Which means they probably have. Which means they probably have. I, I, I know nothing about uh, about that. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit sort of burying my head in the sand because I'm a bit worried about it. <laughs> Don't, well, don't be surprised if you don't hear anything about that until after the season's mm. ended. Mm. Yeah. But, um, you know. I, I have heard some rumours that we may well be going over to Friday nights. I'm not sure that's a particularly bad thing from the point of crowds getting in, but it might be a bad thing from the the number of meetings that are run on a Friday. Well, the fr- Friday programme is a little bit cluttered mm. already, isn't it? Is anyway, isn't it, so? Is it, is unless, it, of course, is it the unless, of course, tracks? Birmingham are planning to move up, which I'll be, yeah. although I'd be shocked if they did. <laughs> is it the dog tracks? There might not be a second sure division. Next prevent year, people from riding on Saturdays and Sundays. Is it, is it mainly like because of the way the dogs run? Well, Speedway, I mean, certainly in the uh, Premiership, um, don't run at weekends because mm. they'd be going up against Poland. Right. Essentially. Okay. And Grand Prix as well. I'm just thinking, wouldn't it be, I mean, wouldn't it be good if all all meetings were, you know, well, like, football. The, like football on the mm. same day or Saturday and Sunday? It Maybe would be absolutely brilliant, but unfortunately, it's, it's not going to happen. It, it would also wouldn't happen, wouldn't be practical because it would have the guests and uh, you know the guests mm. rule, which which is a horrible thing yeah. in speedway, but it's also needed. Because of the nature of the sport, so mm. yeah, I think mm. I think certainly Chris Howard just struggled, wouldn't he? To be about four places at once. So. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's tried <laughs> so, a couple so, of times this year. So you're saying you're saying you're saying regarding the Polish leagues, and so then then again, it's down to money, then, isn't it? Really? Well, it's not just that, but the Polish leagues have got all our riders as well. Yeah, yeah, but so it's the, money, it's to, the money's you know. there, isn't it, in Poland? Mm. Rather than oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, are dirt deflectors still fit for purpose? Says Alan Hewitson. Fred Graham, Fred Graham says no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's just killed that conversation. I, what are the purpose? I mean, the first thing is, what are the purpose of dirt deflectors? And uh, that's to stop... Dirt getting on people. Get, well, not, not just getting on people, getting <laughs> on riders behind them as well, isn't oh, right, it? That's yeah, what yeah, it's, yeah. it's for. Yeah. Um, so what would be a better... Way of doing I know. That. Certainly, I know when they were first introduced in the early nineties, the first few weeks of that season, we had a lot of riders who, who had a lot of bad crashes during the, that period, and they had to sort of, in the end, I think, get rid of the dirt deflectors and, and go back to the drawing board mm. with them. And to be fair, since then they've not they've you know not really caused that much of an issue. I, I guess with a lot of things, I think the riders have just taken time to to get used mm. to having them on the bikes at the time. And uh, Anthony Douglas is a man of my own art, which I I ask the same question <laughs> season after season. Isn't it time that league, <laughs> the top league, had a squad system? Is there enough riders around to have a squad system? <laughs> well, there must be youngsters that would you know want to ride. Yeah, but you, you, it it's not like football. You can't just have a youngster turn up. In football, you can have a youngster put on the sh- uh, shirt and he can kick the ball. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. as much as you really need to be able to do. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to kick the ball as hard. You might be able to have all the tricks. You might, you might not have all the knowledge. But it, it, it's not going to greatly affect the team too much to have one youngster on, on the pitch doing that. 
Mm. Uh, it's a different game in Speedway. It's a funny old game. If, if, if you if you're number one's out and you and you bring in at sixteen, it's not going to work, is it? You need mm. a rider that's going to score you ten points. But couldn't that, that rider, rider ain't going to do it? Couldn't that rider ride again? What do you mean? Well, you know, you don't have to. Have, you don't have to have like four riders, do you? Well, then, it, then it, you, so what, okay, we'll just sign two riders, Emil Saifutinoff and, yeah. and Jason and Doyle, ride all and the they can ride all, and we'll thrash everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> but would, it, would it work like that? No, it can't would, work no, like no, that. No, no, it can't. Yeah, no. It just can't. I don't see it. I've got another stupid speedway question later. I think squad systems, I mean, they do it in Poland, to be fair, don't they? Um <laughs> I think there is something to be said for squad systems. I just don't think that there's enough riders around to do it. Okay. Matt, I'm, what do you, what's your opinion? I, I would agree with you, to be fair. I mean, there's a bit, I mean, I know there's a lot of people who say, no, don't ask squad systems, because I like to see a team have seven riders. And I, mean, I like to see a team have seven riders as well. But is it practical now, unfortunately? There's a shortfall of riders, which has been caused by the doubling up rule. Um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why they, they seem very, very reluctant to sort of go back to having the one big league. Um, but I think, as we said before, it's, it's getting to a point now where we've got that many clubs that are closing, we might be running out of, of options other than that. Yeah, yeah. I've got to uh, cut across all this. I mean, it's been great. We've just been chatting away. Oh, uh, it's going on. It's nearly 10 to 9, and we haven't done the, the prediction league yet, which okay. uh, Simon Corbett's just reminded us about. Uh, say hi to Chris Simpson, by the way. He's just turned up. Uh, nice to see you, Chris. Been a while. He says, even chaps, any guesses on this new signing that could make us win the playoffs? P.S. It's not me coming out of retirement. <laughs> no, I think it's somebody good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh Ouch. Ouch. Sorry. I, I, I've I've got no idea. I'm, I presume he's talking about Birmingham there. Um, I have no idea. I, I know that um, Dixon has mentioned that he's tried a few um, riders and nearly got it over the line, and that they would have been good um, riders to have signed. But, uh, Come on, then, Matt. So, let's get into Simon. Yeah. Simon's. Um, He's, uh, he's he's going crazy. Yeah, he, he needs to know. He needs mm. to know. Where are we? He's still what? on top of the table. So. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'll, um, I'll try. Not far off, though, admittedly. No, 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 that's right. Uh, so, Did I have a bad week again? Well, you're right on the bottom there, only no. because Matt couldn't get the rest of the uh, <laughs> ride. Uh, um, to be honest, Matt, I think if you can take me off the bottom, then we'll just forget about me being there. That would be... <laughs> Give me ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nearly 30 points ahead of you. Right. Okay, so it's up to me to start first this week. So shall we? Yep, the first one is uh, Oxford against Scunthorpe in the Championship. Oxford versus Scunthorpe in the Championship. Um, I'm going to say Oxford by 10. I'm going to say Oxford by 12. I'll go Oxford by 16. Okay. Okay, okay next up is Poole against Edinburgh, also in the Championship. Uh, That's up to Matt. Yeah, Matt. Uh, Poole by 20, I'll say. I'll go Poole by 16. And I will say Poole by 20 as well. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, next up, this will be an interesting one in the Premiership. Leicester against Sheffield. I'll go Sheffield by four. Really? 
say this every week. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're in front of me, so um, yeah. I think it's going to be a tight one, to be sure. That's what I said for. But I think Leicester are going to be... I'm going to say Leicester by four. They're going to want to bounce back after mm. that results on uh, on Monday, aren't they? Absolutely. I'll go for Leicester by two. I think Sheffield will push them. That'll be mm. a good meeting, to be fair. Yep, I think it will. A bit of a local derby as well, isn't it? There's not too far much of a distance between Leicester Well, in speedway terms, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, next one. Next one in the Premiership, Kings Lynn against Ipswich. Right, so see you, Mike. Well, Ipo have got to win. I've got to win that one, haven't I? I'm going to say Ipswich by uh, eight. I'm going to say Ipswich by ten. I think they'll they need that as well to get mm. pressure on on the teams above them. I'll go Ipswich by fourteen. Next one. Okay. Next up in the Championship on Friday, Scunthorpe against Berwick. Uh, it's up to you, Matt. I think. Yep. Uh, Scunthorpe by twelve. I'll say. I'll go Scunthorpe by four. Scunthorpe by ten. Okay. Also in the Championship, Edinburgh against Poole. Uh, I'll go Poole by six. Um, I'll say Poole by 12. I'll say Poole by 10. Uh, okay. Next up is Red Car against Glasgow. 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 Is that to Mike? Uh, I'm going to say Red Car by 12. I'm going to say Glasgow by four on that one. Mm-hmm. I'll go Glasgow by... Glasgow. Glasgow. Glasgow by eight. <laughs> okay, next up in the championship on Saturday night, Berwick against Poole. Mm. Go on, Matt. It's up to you, Matt. Poole by 12. I'll go Poole by 18. Poole by 10. From Birmingham's point of view, we need Poole to, to win that one. Okay, next up, the uh, semi final of the uh, NDL Knocker Cup is Leicester against Workington. Some, yeah, we should say at this point that you know what a great first season for Workington. Yeah, it's been very mm. successful, hasn't it? Been mm. some really good reviews of their track as well. Yeah. It's been a it's been a big you know positive story for Speedway. Must have been a difficult year. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I'm going to go for it's not Leicester your go. It's not, it's not, that, that's not oh your go. That, just, just stop it, and get out of it. Leicester now. by ten. <laughs> I'm going to say Leicester by eight. Now you can go, Matt. No, we don't. Leicester by 12. There you go. <laughs> Next up in the NDL on Sunday, Kent against Workington. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, that's up to me. I'm going to say a draw. <laughs> I've got to get one in. <laughs> tries every week, doesn't it? <laughs> Kent by four. Who? Kent by four. Ooh, I'll go Kent by two. Close, very close. Okay, also in the NDL on Sunday, Mildenhall against Leicester. That's up to Matt. That's going to be tasty, isn't it? Yeah, Mildenhall by 10, I'll say. I'll go Mildenhall by 16. Mildenhall by, <clears throat> excuse me, Mildenhall by 6. Uh-huh. Okay, next up in the Premiership on Monday, Wolves against Leicester. Leicester by 12. Really? <laughs> Well, okay, I'm going to say Wolves by 10. I'll say Wolves by 4. That'll be a class one, that will. Looking forward to that one. Okay, next up, Peterborough against Ipswich, also in the Premiership on Monday. That's up to Mike. Um, got to say Ipswich by 12. Ipswich by 6. Ipswich by 10 in the middle. Okay, 
Next up, what a match this is going to be. Bellevue against Sheffield. Ooh. <laughs> oh, dear. Come, come on then, Matt, what are you going to say? With Ty Waffenden. I'm going to go for Sheffield. I'm going to go for Sheffield by two. Stick my neck out on that one. I'll go Sheffield by six. I'm going to say a draw. <laughs> You've two chances. Yeah. Two chances this week. Okay, next up, next Tuesday in the Championship, Plymouth against Berwick. And that's up to me, is it? Yeah, Plymouth by four. I want to say a draw because that would probably be the best result for Birmingham. <laughs> um, I'll say go on, That's my go, my go now. Uh, I'll say Plymouth by two. Up to Matt. I think Matt's gone. Berwick by oh. two. Okay, he's, interesting. He's having a think yeah. about it. A few meetings this week. Okay, and finally, in the NDL, Oxford against Kent. I'm going to say Oxford by 10. I'll say Oxford by 10 as well. Oxford by 16. And there we go. Is that, is that it? Simon Corbett That's says it, yep. Bellevue Sheffield was not on the list. It's been rearranged since. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. So there's a couple of comments that I'd like to go back on while we've got the time. Uh, Craig Smee's having a shocker this season, apparently. Mm. Nobody got the top three in the World Team Cup. No. Uh, Who was the closest? I don't know. Probably me. A few people got two of the teams, but nobody got all. Nobody got all three. Uh, mm. Pete, Pete Clark says he's tie busy on a Wednesday. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> uh, can I just give you my stupid question of the week? Is there a limit? Sorry, you've done that twice many, already. How many? This must seem really stupid to everybody else. And how many foreign riders you can have in a team? Is no. there a limit? No. No. Okay, no, there so isn't. The second question would be: Are the teams that consist solely of foreign riders? Don't think there are this year, are there? As there ever? I can't. Well, yes. Is I that, think there have been in the past, yeah. but there's yeah. none this year, not that I know of. And is that good or bad for the sport? Well, let me put it across to you. Has there ever been any football teams with just foreign teams I on the I don't think pitch? Premier, no, I don't think entirely, entirely well, no. I, I know for a fact that you're wrong, that there has been. Not, there has been. I don't... Now, yet, now has that been good for for football or bad for football? Um, There's certainly t- teams out there even now that have got majority foreign. Oh, majority, players, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So Look at the Man City. Man City, yeah. yeah the Man City thing, yeah. I don't, I is don't that think good it's for good. sport or bad Not for sport. Not in No, I don't think it's good. I don't know. So, but, yeah, I was just, I was just wondering whether the, really there was a limit on how many. There is, there is a limit because, as Craig, Craig Smee has just pointed out, the rising star has to be British, doesn't it? Mm. It does, yeah. In the Premiership, so you know there are. Places that yeah. have to be British. Right, okay. Um, oh, there, you go. there you go. You're only allowed two S. Extra League of Polish League riders in one team. There you go. Is that right? I don't know. Mm, that might just be an average thing. but Interesting. Um, I don't know. Apparently Exeter in the 70s had um, all foreign, all foreign yeah, okay. riders. Mm. Well, that, that hour has just gone... I know. We suddenly realised we've got to do the prediction league <laughs> from nowhere. Incredible! <laughs> Where the hell did that go to? 
I'm, I'm really hoping that we hear very soon um, about this new possible rider for Birmingham. I feel with all the meetings that have been missed, there's a sort of flatness around Birmingham at the moment. If we could have got straight back and played Plymouth the week after the pool meeting and, and beat them, you know, you could have perhaps started to get some momentum, particularly on, on the back of the Scunthorpe. Yeah, it's been very stop-start as the season, yeah. hasn't it, really? Uh, Michael, on from the week before when you mentioned Brum's big loss to Cradley at home in 1983, did you remember the two Brum reserves that year both got nine-point paid maximums against Halifax at home? No, I did not. Mm. Would you like to name those reserves? Because my memory's not... I'm in 1983. I've been to bed since then. <laughs> and can we tell Matt not, not to, to lose, lose his way, way home, home, says his old man. What was that, sorry? <laughs> Don't lose your way home, says, says your dad. Oh, I've only, got a, I've only got to walk about 10 paces. I think I'll just about manage that. It's getting dark, admittedly, now, yeah. but I think I'll get there before the, uh, before the sun goes down. <laughs> and hopefully not before the rain starts, but... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking at the moment. <coughs> yeah, I, I will need I need to get moving quick tonight as well. Well, thank you very much, everyone. That was um, a really, really interesting show. It was a good show. Great, great questions. Just like to say well done to uh, Team GB once again. Enjoy your Speedway wherever. Uh, and it was, oh, I can't, Andra Second Jorgensen were the two reserves that got that maximum. Enjoy your Speedway this, this year, a week, this year, sometime today, tomorrow. And we'll see you next week. Take care, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.